Jamie Nye, Drew Remenda, and a Green Zone Rider reporter, uh, Britton Gray, uh, here on a Red Hot Tuesday afternoon, uh, playing a little Dixie Chicks ready to run because all of a sudden there's uh, there's a plethora of star running backs that could be available in CFL free agency. Football at four with Britton Gray. Hi, Britton. Hi. Welcome back to Regina. I was in Regina when you called yesterday. Yesterday. Why, Why didn't you come into the studio? Because sometimes after a vacation, you need a day from your vacation to yeah. get back to 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And right. that's a long drive from Calgary to Regina. No, it's not. It's that a boring a... drive. Um, of course, I, I don't mind driving. I don't mind getting how, in the car and going. How, fast, how long is it? How, Drew Remenda, you're there in four hours. Um, <laughs> Google Maps okay. said seven and a half right. hours. I think about six hours is what it is. Yeah, I'm there, yeah, I'm there in four and a half. <laughs> record time. You know what my record time is from uh, Edmonton to Saskatoon? Hold on. I have to recalibrate uh, because I just drove Regina to Edmonton for uh, that the, the cheer competition I was just at. How uh, Time in the car. What was it? Six and a half, seven hours. I'm going to guess from Saskatoon to Edmonton. You did Edmonton, that Saskatoon. in three hours, 45 minutes. Oh, you're so close. I wish it was that fast. No, it was three hours, 58.31 <laughs> seconds. Because <laughs> I hit the clock and went, I'm going. Here we go, baby. Yeah. But um, for all you uh, officers out there, I was... Very, Somehow very he was going the speed limit and made it in that time. Yeah. Must have been the it wind. Just, when you know the back, back roads of Saskatchewan, you you can get anywhere quick. Fastest place from is just a straight <laughs> line. Straight right line, there. baby. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, let's dig in here. So William stand back today. Asked for his release, got it granted. But when you look at the running back pool here for free agency, the Riders, Jamal Morrow was one of them, potential free agent. And then you have Kadeem Carey, Calgary Stampeder. There's a tie there with Mark Mueller and Corey Mace, Calgary Stampeder. A.J. Ouellette, who is Toronto Argonauts. Corey Mace was the coach there. But the big name, Brady Oliveira, still has not yet signed, as far as I know, unless something broke today. But are we going to see a running back carousel around the Canadian Football League, Britain? It it feels that way, right? I, I wonder if it's getting to a point, as we get closer to free agency, if kind of the Brady Oliveira is the what is it? The pin that needs to drop. They, they, mm-hmm. He's going to set the market this year for what running backs are going to get. He is the most outstanding Canadian. I guess he might take a hometown discount to stay in Winnipeg, but even then, it's going to be a high mark. So it feels like, in terms of the running backs, that's the kind of what everyone's waiting on. I and same for wide receivers in free agency. Sean Bain Jr. I'm wondering if they're waiting to see what Dalton shown signs for and then you kind of work from there because those are the guys who are setting the market this offseason for those positions what is interesting right now is the timeline because we all have to remember that this coming sunday at noon eastern 11 saskatchewan time is when the negotiating window opens so if you are a player who's waiting this long already you already know what your team's offering you if they're interested or not 
I'm more to side with it's likely they're waiting for Sunday to drop to hear what official numbers are going to come their way, although they probably already know a little bit of that because, oh, sorry, there's no tampering in the Canadian Football League. No Especially tampering now that anywhere. they have the negotiating window uh, in this one. But I drew. I know Drew's a big fan of A.J. Ouellette of the Toronto Argonauts. Yep. He, he reminds me, there's, there's a cross. Like, to me, when you look at the way he plays and his refusal to go down, and the fact he falls forward all the time. When he gets tackled, he's moving forward, moving all the time. Um, Christian McCaffrey is that type of guy. He reminds me of Christian McCaffrey and how, how smart he runs, but how hard he runs at the same time and his absolute refusal to go down, to give up. So I, that's kind of that's the way I look at him, and I, I, I love watching him run. And we can have AJ Roulette on the WrestleMania preview show because Absolutely. he's a big wrestling fan. Maybe he's actually wrestled this year, right? <laughs> in a local in a, in, he, during, during their the bye week. During their bye yeah, week. During their bye week. During the wrestled. season. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to go I go off a few top ropes and you know just have my normal. Weekend. Yeah, and he was it's taking awesome. bumps like he was. Yes. He was it was uh, yeah yeah AJ Roulette and. I'd be interested on in that. They did sign Frankie Hickson, or do you think the, the Riders are just going to run with Frankie Hickson? I, I don't think so, because I think you want two running backs. That's how most people go. Even A.J. Willette, they could spell him off a little bit in Toronto. And I mean, they had that division clinched uh, for a long time, so they gave him some time off. But Frankie Hickson and A.J. Willette, I think, are both similar runners because Frankie Hickson runs angry as well. He kind of runs through people. A.J. Willette has kind of done it more consistently because he's been given the opportunities. I I just think that they're going to go out and sign someone, but who knows? It's, it's very interesting. We're at a point now in kind of the riders off season where do you think they can pull in Brady Oliveira? They have uh, Thomas Bertrand hood on as like the next up for a Canadian running back. I was just like, possibly how, how aggressive does J.O. and Corey Mace want to be here? Because that would be a splash. Uh, with uh, Brady Oliveira. But uh, Drew Romano also was a big fan of Brady Oliveira because he saves dogs. So He saves uh, dogs. You, can, you, cannot, you cannot have enough guys out there who are saving dogs. Like, he really, when you look at that, come on, man. How do you not want that guy around you and in your league? And why, why I know it's just, this is an off topic, but why isn't? the Canadian Football League promoting this guy out there? Why isn't he front and center with the dogs and all he does? Why are we not, why is our radio show and just a few others that talk about Canadian football, just the guy bringing him up all the time, not only for his great athleticism, but the fact of how wonderful of a human being he is with his, it's, it's his wife, right? Is, is he and his wife? Yes. His fiance? Yeah. 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 Someone yeah. should tell the CFL to really start promoting their players. Yeah, the CFL Players oh, no, no. Association does it every year. <laughs> going, we're they here, we're willing, hello, what are you going to do? Do you know who does a great job of it? A select few teams who are actually doing some yep. things about it, but they don't have the platforms to really grow it with, you know, arrow up with the BC Lions and what the Red Blacks are doing. Just putting it on their YouTube channels doesn't help, and then it's a retweet from the Canadian Football League. Right. Uh, no, um, who's going to do it is the... 
the company that's that's taken over the CFL and it's going it's going to take it to the oh yeah that's geniuses the geniuses the geniuses at geniuses are going to do yeah yeah well, I just I want you should have I'll, I'll never forget I'll never forget genius sports screwing up the all star ballot last year and have them having to redo the whole thing and apologize <laughs> I was like that's a good start to the relationship with genius sports sorry I, I just really have to get awesome. this off my chest because we're going through off season a lot of veterans going through. Why are there not stats prior to 2016 on the website yet? Thank you. Thank you. I do not get it. (laughs) Why do you need stats before 2016? A lot of veteran players are out there. Philip Blake, how many starts did he have prior to 2016? Uh, Bo Levi Mitchell, when he signed. Listen, there, there are many players who are still in the league from prior to 2016. Still not up there yet on CFL? Still not up there. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have that fixed in due time. Patience, remember? Patience. Right. It's a long right. process. It's more complicated than you think it is. Come on. They, the <laughs> SJHL has a better stats page than the Canadian Football League. You can go back in the history. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways. Sorry. It's, uh, let's say uh, oh. some other uh, football headlines. Uh, your former offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, is now the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. You scared? Are you scared that the Eagles no. are going to be better with Kellen Moore? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen Moore is good, but, I mean, what did he do in uh, L.A. with Justin Herbert? There are more issues there than the offense. It was the defense that fell apart. What do we so. think of the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, Ben Johnson, saying, nah, I'm good to the Commanders and the Seahawks. I, I want to win a championship, so I'm, I'm going to stay here in Detroit rather than take a head coaching job. Because head coaching, like Drew, you know this in pro sport, head coaching jobs just don't pop out of nowhere and go, oh, I'm, I, I'll try again next year to get a head coaching job. I could be wrong, but I had thought I had seen on Twitter that part of the reason was because he was asking for a lot as a first-time head coach. I would, too, after doing but what I did yes, with the Detroit Lions. I was going to say. But just gonna say. <laughs> that's what apparently yeah. led to more of this happening was they weren't meeting his demands. I could be wrong, but I think I saw that. Uh, but he, he, word is he's fine in Detroit uh, to try to win a championship, although they're completely overrated. And we'll never be in a conference championship again. <laughs> next 30 years. How long has it been for the Raiders? What, 20, 20 years? 22 years? Has it been last time they were in a conference championship? Is that right? That was, uh, well, they would have won it uh, when they went yeah, to, they the, did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the yeah. Super Bowl in 2000. It was yeah. January 19th. Uh, was 2002 was the Super Bowl. 2002? Okay. Yeah, 2002. Okay. Like 10 so, years after the previous one for the Detroit Lions. Oh, I know. I'm a fan of a team that hasn't been there in a while. I was while, just going to okay? ask you. I was just going to ask you. Like your your teams. But I'm not dude. out here saying my team's <laughs> one of the greatest teams in football. It's not what I'm doing. No, you're no, you're. I'll give you credit for that. You're certainly not doing that. Who would be doing that? Who would cheer for a team that hasn't been to a conference championship in 30 years and proclaim them as being one of the top teams in the NFL? They're right there. They're Who right there. It? Right there. Right there. They're real close, Britain. <laughs> Your Cowboys are real close. Okay? They're real close. The Pittsburgh Pirates with the New York Yankees marketing machine. That's what the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys are. 
<laughs> See, here's, wow. here's the thing I don't get, boys. Are you here's okay? The thing I don't get. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's back as That's the really head good. coach. He's back. He's back. Here's the thing I don't get. Here's the thing I that that I don't get. Why do you set yourselves up for such heartbreak all the time? Like I work for a team, so I I am you know I'm, I'm invested. In it. It's but part of it's part of mm-hmm. my life. But you guys do it willingly. You put your hearts out there. You writer fans can do this. Can answer the same thing. Why? For what is it that one time every <laughs> thirty years, or if you're a Canuck fan, never uh, that it might happen, and the thrill of that happening. I did when the Chicago Cubs won oh, yeah. the World Series. One of the greatest feelings I've ever had in my life. So that's why I'm hoping one day I can relive it. But gosh darn it, those days are fleeting. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> that's football at four with Britton Gray, who's going to go grab a patio beer on 980 CKM and 650 CKOM. Jamie Niger, Romendo with the year in the green zone on this beautiful uh, Tuesday afternoon. A lot of uh, southern Saskatchewan breaking records uh, today uh, with highs. It got up to over 20 degrees in Maple Creek. Uh, earlier, it's warmer January. than San Jose. It's warmer than San Jose right now at Maple Creek. That makes me feel really good. I don't know why. It just brightened my day. <laughs> it was two weeks ago when we were saying it was minus 43, and you were like, oh, it's like 20 degrees here in San Jose. It's like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But still. I'm oh, sorry, you got up to 21. So we're the same, we're the same temperature as Maple Creek. How's that? <laughs> We had to catch up a little bit. Awesome. Uh, coming up on the green zone, we're going to drop the gloves with Drew Remenda. Uh, we'll uh, talk about the uh, comeback win by the Senators, the red-hot uh, St. Louis Blues, and a couple other NHL headlines here on the green zone. Champion <music> Drew Remenda with you on a Tuesday afternoon. Maple Creek, Saskatchewan, the hottest spot in Canada today. Nowhere else got hotter than Maple Creek, 20.9 degrees on this January the 30th. Uh, Many others around uh, Saskatchewan uh, enjoying the warm temperatures, although as uh, Justin Blackwell uh, pointed out on the news, uh, if you have an outdoor rink, uh, probably not too uh, happy right now. Probably going to have to reflood that one in a a couple of days once it cools down once again. But Ken in Saskatoon has an interesting question for us. On the international hockey stage in Canada, we've been talking a lot about the plight of Canadian goaltenders. Ken, what's your question? Well, there's a second-year goaltender that seems to be really finding his game, and I was wondering if uh, Stuart Skinner has moved his way up to the starting goaltender for Canada if there was a competition right now. So i just throwing that out because, uh, yes, the team's playing incredibly well in front of him, but... He's stolen a couple games there, and he's only in his second year. To me, I think that maybe it's part of the dearth of other uh, Canadian goalies. Uh, but uh, who would be? Who would you start ahead of him? Well, I was I was just uh, throwing up uh, some of the stats. Stuart Skinner's number two in goals against average, um, but Aiden Hill has only played a handful of games uh, injuries because of injuries. So Aiden Hill's uh, number one. 
Uh, Saskatchewan's own Connor Ingram is number two in save percentage, but uh, this is one hot year. When you're looking at the top consistent Canadian goaltenders that are out there, Stuart Skinner, Drew, would have to be on the top three if you're going the top three goaltenders to make the team. I'd imagine it would be Stuart Skinner, um, Cam Talbot, and then Aiden Hill. Tristan Jari's up there as well. And we can't put Carhartt in there anymore right at the moment with the well, alleged yeah. situation. With Carter Hart, and by the way, the update on that, that is uh, today. Uh, another player has come forward. Michael McLeod's l- lawyers have said, yes, he is one of those charged. Of course, it was Alex Formanton uh, also charged. This is from the 2018 World Junior Team. Uh, but sources are indicating that the other three uh, that did leave their team are the other three who are yet to officially announce, and one of those is goaltender Carter Hart. So... um. The World Junior Team is banned right now anyways from participating, but that's Hockey Canada. Hockey Canada would have no say on who represents Canada at an NHL, NHLPA event, but the NHL would. There's there's also a guy that on a team we're going to talk about that might be finding his game again in Jordan Biddington. He's having his best year since... The Stanley right. Cup season. Yep. You've got you've got Bennington, Kemper, Skinner. I've just thrown out there's not in particular Jones. Uh who else did you say? Oh I um Well you got uh, Hill, Aiden Hill, Aiden, Tristan yep. Jari, Cam Talbot, um Stuart that, Skinner, Jordan Bennington, Logan Thompson, um Darcy Kemper. Yeah. Although Kemper's Connor, not having a Connor great Connor Ingram, year. Mackenzie Blackwood, even though Mackenzie's not had a lot of wins, I'll tell you what, the guy's a goalie. Oh, my goodness. Some of the games I've been watching the Sharks oh. play with Mackenzie Blackwood, they're, only re- they're losing, they might lose the game 4-2, to two, but that game could have been 10-2 to two if it wasn't yeah. for Mackenzie Blackwood. And that's where you look at a goaltender and go, what could he do with a defense and a forward group that Canada yep. would put on the ice? Yep, and, and he... I am impressed. I'm impressed with the guy. I'm impressed with his work ethic. I'm, and Jamie, this guy, <laughs> nothing, nothing rattles him. But the dude, I tell you what, the dude has got to start wearing a coat when he gets off a plane in minus 20 degree weather. Polo shirt, no socks. Let's go. <laughs> I looked at him, went, young man, where is your coat? He goes, ah, for wimps. What? I thought he did. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Or worse, could have called you Grandpa. Um, But that's not worse. That's a that's a compliment. I'll take that one. But yeah, kids these days, I see it all the time. Drop my daughter off at school, and I'm like, "What is happening? What are you doing? It's minus (laughs) forty. Where's your two kid? You kidding me?" And then I remember what I used to walk to school in when I was that age. And I'm like, yeah, that. you're invincible when you're 13 hey, years old, apparently. Buddy boy, I got some bad news for you. It only gets worse when they get older, <laughs> especially your daughter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to know. No, you don't. I'll just, I'll just no, find out for myself. But Ken, it's an interesting question on Stuart Skinner. Would he be... The top yeah. option. Like right now, you'd probably go, yeah, he's the top option for Canada internationally. 
in yeah. that. Well, it's 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 amazing the embarrassment of riches we used to have to where we are now. Amazing. Your top three goaltenders at one Olympics was it was Martin Broder, Patrick Waugh, and I believe number three that year was was it Eddie Belfer? I think Eddie was the guy in Salt Lake. And Nagano. Nagano. And then Salt Lake, I forget who the uh, the third was, but it was like, you know, whew, it was an it, it was insane. And now you're like, eh, those are like Hall of Famers. Curtis Joseph, yeah. that was the guy. That's Curtis it. Joseph yeah. in 2002. Yeah. Um, but then you had Carey Price was there. Roberto Luongo, again, uh, all Hall of Famers. You're not looking at a Hall of Fame class right now in net, whereas the Americans are throwing Connor Hellebuck at you or Thatcher Demko's coming your way. Uh, the Russians will have goaltenders for days. Like, as as we talked about, uh, some work needs to be done. Uh, but, Drew Romendi, you mentioned Jordan Biddington, the St. Louis Blues. Some teams are seeing the head coaching change bump. The Edmonton Oilers, of course. The St. Louis Blues changed coaches. Patrick Waugh's wondering where his magic has gone. No magic yeah. beans yet for Patrick Waugh. And the Ottawa Senators, although big comeback last night, uh, they're in last place in the uh, Eastern Conference, even though they changed their head coach to uh, Jacques Martin. Go back and look at Brady Kachuk's goal in that game and Claude Giroux's goal in that game. But Brady Kachuk's goal... For all you youngsters out there. Oh, here we go. Um, Grapes on the program all of a sudden. Be, be ready off the face-off. Be aware and ready off the draw. It was a real high-level skill play by Brady, but he was ready. I can't remember who he was up, matched up against the Nashville D. Um, he wasn't. And great goal, but it's a great lesson. But if you look overall at the jersey, I was – or I'm sorry, St. Louis, I was – in the break, just looking at their, there's some numbers last 20 games. They're 13, six and one pretty impressive. The one thing when Craig Berube left, I do believe their power play was it might have been, whether it's either at the bottom or not at the, or close to it. Um, in those 20 games, they've scored 14 power play goals. So, certain guys are, I don't know if they're being used different. Or it's just a different, just a different message, message, or a different messenger. One of my favorite players in the world, and one of my favorite guys in the National Hockey League, Braden Shen. Uh, he, before the change, I think he had zero points in twelve games. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now he's got uh, he's got eleven points um, in the last twenty. Robert Thomas. 23 points in the last 20 games. Robert Thomas was one of the favorite um, dogs in the doghouse for Craig Berube. He was he was he was on Robert Thomas, and I think it's with uh, Jordan Cairo, the other one who was booed because he said not my coach anymore. Don't have any opinion on it. 20 points in the last uh, 20 games. When your top players start producing. You're doing something right as a coach. And your top players right now in Shen, Thomas, Kairou, and the power play, there's a lot of good things going on. They still, in my opinion, Jamie let in too many goals. They still, they don't mind the shootout. You know, they don't mind the 5-4 games. 
you've got to tighten that part up because that's as much as we talk about Bennington and that, that run to the Stanley Cup, that was one thing they were really good at, which was keeping the puck out of the net. So they've got to, they've got to shore that up still. I was just lo- looking it up. Uh, they were 31st in power play when Craig Berube got fired. Now they're, they yeah. were seventh since, since he got fired. Uh, they're seventh in the league uh, in power plays. That's over yeah. from December 13th to now they're seventh in that yeah. lump of time, not overall in the National Hockey League. But uh, that has been the improvement big time on special teams uh, for those matter. I mean, it, it is such an important part of the game. The special teams are such an important part of the game. You know, we do keys to the game every day. You could write down key power play penalty kill. If you, even on the power play, if you can generate some sort of momentum, it's a good thing. If you, on the penalty kill, if you can do the same, and there's some penalty killer teams out there that can do that, it's 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 incredible. But Penalty killing and and power play are so important. And even it gets to the playoffs, you don't get as many, but that's why it becomes increasingly important that you are able to be effective on both those situations. Jamie Nye, Drew Romendo with you here on the Green Zone. Coming up, our game of the night on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Nigel Romendo with you. Uh, Producer Scott, just uh, just a mental note. Uh, next time it's hot outside, we only play Mungo Jerry. Oh, all right. In the summertime, just only Mungo Jerry. That's all we play. We just can we just hear a little bit of it? Just a little little sampling. Just a little bit of a sampling for us. Um, he doesn't even know what he doesn't. He's know trying. He's trying about. to find it. M U N G O is. Uh, Little Mungo Jerry. That's what we need. Yeah, here we go. In the summertime, yeah. when the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. There we go. There's nothing. The theme more. of the green zone in warm <laughs> weather is Mungo Jerry. Because we aim to be as unoriginal as possible when it comes no, to no, the no, 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 that's not why. That's no, no, that's, that's not, not why. why. That's not no. why. Everybody does it. Do you know who the hates most... Mungo Jerry? Murray. Murray hates Mungo Jerry. That's why. Oh, okay, well, so I'm it sorry. Is the I'm official sorry. I didn't know hot <laughs> weather song for the Green Zone. In the summertime, <laughs> when the weather is Play it again, Sam. We could. <laughs> we could double up on Wednesdays. And play Mungo Jerry and the Beach Boys. <laughs> we could hit two with one. Yeah, that, or two with two, I should say. Yeah. Well, Daryl's the one who hates the Beach Boys. Hates the Beach Boys, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's do that. Anyways, our game of the night. Um, I'm actually uh, going back to basketball again. It's on TSN tonight. Uh, the Indiana Pacers-Boston Celtics game is the game of the night. What, you want me to make it the Kraken and the Sharks, Remenda? Like, seriously. I can't believe you're not picking my San Jose Sharks to <laughs> game of the night. And play a very entertaining brand of hockey. I guarantee you something's going to happen. You... <laughs> I'm just leaving it at that, Jamie. Just leaving it at something. If you like seeing goals scored against the San Jose Sharks, 
We'll make it the game of the night. Let's see. Look out. We have a secret weapon. (laughs) The the look Drew gave me. He's like, what? Not the sharks and the kraken tonight? Come on. My team. I thought we were. The disrespect I'm apparently showing. One of the worst matchups of the week in the National Hockey League. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. Or you could could watch uh, uh, two of the top contenders in the Eastern Conference with the uh, Pacers with Spicy P. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Siakam. Putting a little no spice in the lineup for the uh, Pacers. Yeah, they traded him away from Toronto. That's right. Against yeah. the Boston Celtics. Uh, that's your game of the night. Unless, you, you can go find Drew Remenda. No, I'm, on, I'm on Sharks, Sharks Audio Network. Uh, tune in, oh, you're doing radio? Sharks, we can't even Sharks see Audio. you in a tie yeah. tonight? No, you will. Yeah, no, second period. Between the second and third period, I come down and I give my analysis. If you're not on and, television, uh, I am never making a Sharks game the game of the night. Let me know when you're on Second TV, period. and then you might get a uh, chance. Nice game. Nice game in Anaheim. Against Anaheim? Yeah, we'll, Anaheim. we'll think about it.